Let me ask you a question. Do you find yourself not going after things you want in life because of fear? Or what about staying in relationships that you know don't serve you? You know what your problem is? You settle. Greetings, my royal sisters, and welcome to the Radical Wedding Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Susan, founder and creator of Royalty with Purpose. On this platform, you can expect empowerment, inspiration, and encouragement. My goal is to help women of faith identify their insecurities and change their mindset so they can live in confidence. I plan to give you tips, strategies, and by using my education and personal life experiences to help you thrive throughout your journey. So go ahead, subscribe, send to a friend, because on this podcast, we not settling. (laughs) Yes, I said it, we not settling. No more will we not chase after our goals and dreams because of fear. No more will we remain in relationships that don't serve us. Enough is enough. So get ready. And let's get into today's episode. Happy Thursday, family, and welcome back to the Radical Winning Perspective, where you know you come weekly, where I encourage you, inspire you, and empower you. My hope is to help you realize that you don't have to settle in your life goals or your relationships. For the past couple of weeks, we have been discussing our faith, and we've been talking about ways to have an encounter with God. We've been talking about different things that help build our faith. Now, I want to do that, but I also want to help you grow and thrive in your relationships. And so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about our love languages, right? So rather you're married, rather you're dating, rather you have children, you have siblings. I mean, everybody has some type of relationship with an individual where it's very important that you speak their love language. You may say, Susan, why is this important? Well, keep on listening to the end and I will tell you why. But most importantly, I want to thank you all again for tuning in one more week for the Radical Winning Perspective. Now, I got a question for you because I watch my stats. I see the numbers coming in and I believe that there are some people that listen but haven't downloaded, okay? Or you have listened but you haven't wrote a review. And so with that being said, it truly would mean so much to me if you took time just to let me know how you feel about the information that you're consuming weekly. Is it helping you? Does it encourage you? Does it inspire you? I need to know that I am putting the content out there that you need to hear when you are feeling in that moment where encouragement is necessary. Now, if I haven't said anything or if something really didn't pull you or you need to hear something different, okay, I want you also to communicate to me because I want to be on this airway giving you what you need to help you grow, okay? And if I'm not doing that for you and there's something that you want me to talk about or there's a question, how about this, that's been pressing on your mind that you want to get my insight on or my perspective, please feel free to send me an email. You can send it to info, that's I-N-F-O, at royaltywithpurpose.com. Okay, so that's info, I-N-F-O, dot royaltywithpurpose.com. 
Com. Now, if you are enjoying this content that I'm putting out on this platform, you can also follow me on TikTok. I have a, a radical winning perspective. I'm under Nicole Crowder. And then also on Instagram at a radical winning perspective, Coach Susan Nicole. And then for my individuals that say, Susan, you know, I like hearing faith every now and then, but right now I need some guidance uh, when it comes to relationships. You also can go to TikTok. I am at Coach Susan Nicole and at Royalty with Purpose. I'm so sorry, guys. At Royalty with Purpose on TikTok, but at Coach Susan Nicole on Instagram. And so I have different outlets and I have different flavors. Some people may need a little bit more faith daily. Okay, I'm there for you. Some people may need to hear some things about their relationship or something to help them in their singlehood, I am there for you as well. I want to make sure that well-rounded that you're getting the things that you need and also that I am able to give you that. And so I wanted to make sure that you were aware of how you can follow me on different platforms. Now, you guys know what I'm about to ask you. We do this every week. My question to you is, have you been keeping your light on? Have you? Have you been changing temperatures in rooms? Have you been making sure that you're doing things that you can to make God proud? Okay. You are showing up and being your best. You're being kind to people. You look, they know that your fruit exists because you're showing it, right? You're not being mean or cussing people out or being nasty or, you know, doing things that don't really represent us as godly women and also godly men. Remember, we are a royal priesthood. And so with that being said, let's present ourselves like such. Now, Let's get into today's episode. Again, I share with you that we're going to be talking about how to speak love languages, right? Love languages are important no matter what type of relationship that we are in. And I recently, actually, if you guys want to see some video versions of the things that I'm going to discuss, you can go over to my TikTok or my Instagram at Coach Susan Nicole, and you'll be able to get a little more visual of me sharing this information. Now, for those of you who don't know, there are five love languages, five, okay? And we're going to go over those five. I'm not going to go too in depth, right? Because you guys know I like to keep this uh, podcast at least 15 minutes, no more than 20, so you could be able to grasp, grasp it and it won't be too long where you start falling asleep on me or you know, some you get to your job and you can't listen. So I like to give you nuggets that will be in a crunch, but also be informative. So with that being said, let's talk about love language number one. The first love language that I want to share with you is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, okay? And so when we think about words of affirmation, this particular person that has this love language, that means that they value verbal acknowledgement. Okay. They appreciate it. You know, when you tell them that you love them, they appreciate when you tell them that you appreciate them. 
All right. It's important for you to share how you feel about this person. This person also thrives when you tell them that they did a good job or let's say someone cooked a meal. Let's say mom cooked a meal or hubby cooked a meal or your sister cooked a meal. Right. Because remember, I said that this love language works with relationships, period. And then you tell them, you know what, Susan? That lobster biscuit you made was delicious. I love it so much. You always cook so good, right? And so when you share how you feel or or you share how you feel about this person or you let them know that you uh, appreciate them and you send them a text message, maybe letting them know that you're thinking of them throughout the day, then that makes them feel valued. And most importantly, it makes them feel loved, Okay. And so something you can do, like I stated, I I shared some ideas of like sending a text message to that person or calling them, letting them know that you love them. Or how about this? When my son was younger, I used to put little letters, a little notepads, right? I would take a sticky note and I would write on it and I would put it in his lunch pail. All right. I also did that with my husband. I did that with my husband and he used to love that as well. Now that's not his love language, but that's something I did because that is my love language. Okay. And we'll get into that later about with he and I. Um, and then also something to avoid with this person that has the love language of words of affirmation, right? Things to avoid is not recognizing or appreciating their efforts. When you don't recognize that they did something for you special, when you don't appreciate the efforts that they do for you, that can make them feel unloved and you don't want to do that. Okay. So the second love language that I want to share with you is physical touch. Touch me, baby, touch me. (laughs) For these individuals, they love to cuddle. They love to, you know, you to be up under them. You know, if you're dating, they love to hold your hand. Um, If that is your family member, you know, they love to embrace you with a hug. Um, They like body language, okay? Um, They like to know that they're comforted by you. And so it's not really verbal use of this person or verbal body language, but it's like touch, you know, they like to, to be touched by you and that's how they feel love the most. Um, you can do this for this individual. You can give them a kiss, you know, like I said, cuddling or just embracing them and hugging them, um, in that time, um, where you are, are wanting to express your love towards them. Now, if you're married, Of course, you know what that means for your spouse. They may love to be intimate with you. I can only imagine how sex or making love can be very, very uh, loving to them, especially if that's your partner's love language. Um, Also, some things to avoid is physical neglect. Okay. A person that loves physical touch when you don't hang out with them or you don't make time to go on a date or you don't make time to maybe go with them to the movies or walk in the park or just even being in their presence that can come off as physical neglect to them. And that is not good. The third love language that I want to share with you is receiving gifts. Okay. Receiving gifts. Now this person, listen, your thoughtfulness means 
everything to them. When we talk about receiving gifts, it's not that it has to be something extravagant. So I'm not saying you're going out spending thousands of dollars for this individual. But what I'm saying is you are showing up with little thoughtful things, right? So maybe their favorite cookies is Oreos. And so you go to the store, you go shopping, grocery shopping, and you think of them and you bring them some Oreos, right? And and you let them know, hey, I was thinking about you. So I bought you these Oreos and you know that that's their favorite cookie, man, they're going to go bizarre. Okay. And if somebody, let's say that it's your spouse and let's say that they love watches, you know, they like to collect watches and you invest in a watch for them, you know, that makes them feel special. So it's not really the amount of uh, amount of money that you spent on this person. It's just the fact that you thought about them and you purchased them something. All right. Now, Actions to take, like I said, you want to give them a gift, you know, a nice gesture. Um, when you give them that gift, though, express gratitude with it. Let them know why you're giving it to giving it to them. You know, let them know that you were thinking about them, or you know, if you go out and buy something that is their favorite or something that they mentioned to you, let's say two, three months ago, and you go out and get it for them, that's going to make them feel that they are important to you because you remember, you were thoughtful in purchasing that gift. Now, some things to avoid with this person, right? Don't be unenthusiastic about gift gift receiving, all right? Don't forget special occasions. If it's the anniversary, if it's your daughter's birthday, if it's your auntie or your cousin's um, graduation, right? So remember those special occasions because those special occasions is when they expect for you to actually deliver on those gifts. But particularly with this type of person where their love language is receiving gifts, they don't want you to just give it on special special occasions. They want you to give it all the time, all throughout the year. All right. The next love language, number four is quality time. Okay. Quality time. Now this is my husband's love language. So uninterrupted time is so important to him. So when we're hanging out, right, this is not my love language, but when he and I are together, he wants me off my phone. Okay. So he don't want me posting no videos for (laughs) y'all. He doesn't want me reading a book. He wants that undivided time where I'm focused just on him, where we're having intimate conversations about each other, right? Or with one another. He likes that one-on-one time where he knows that he has my full attention. And so in order to, let's say, uh, do actions to, to, to take, to, to make sure that I'm giving him that, or if you want to make sure that you are taking actions to give that person's love language that is quality time, then that means you got to create special moments, right? So that may be taking walks like, come on, babe, let's go to the park or let's walk in the neighborhood. Um, Do small things with them. Come on, babe, we're going to cook a meal together. Or if you have a child whose love language is quality time, come on, Susie, little Susie, we're going to meet you and mommy going to make spaghetti or we're going to make cookies together. But basically creating time where you can spend with that person, little special moments, make them feel as though that they are very special. Now things to avoid right? Because there's always something to avoid with people 
especially when their love language is quality time is, you know, don't let distractions come in the way when you're spending time with them, right? Um, don't have like when you have long time without one-on-one time, don't don't let it be too long of a time. I understand we get life, uh, get busy in life rather. You know, we have work, we have children, we have obligations, we have businesses that we're running, but don't get so caught up where you don't make that special time for that person because that will also make them feel neglected and they will not feel love. Now, last but not least, the fifth love language is acts of services. Now, y'all, this is my love language, okay? For those of you who ever say, Susan, if I ever meet her or I know her like that and I want to let her know that I love her or I want to show her my appreciation, listen, it's words of affirmation and acts of services. But now with the words of affirmation, like you cannot do that and I can pick up on the bogus bogusness of it. So when people tell me so I can tell if you're being authentic or not or you're being very sincere and if you ain't being sincere you can keep them words of affirmation but anyways let me get back I digress so the fifth love language is acts of services this person of course we all know they like when you do stuff for them when you make something less hard on them by taking the responsibility for them, right? So acts of service, you let them know that you're wanting to help them. You lighten their load. You know what I'm saying? Baby, let me go put some gas in your tank. Oh, you don't have to cook tonight. I'll cook. Oh, don't worry about doing the laundry. I'll do it. So you're doing things to help them out, right? And that makes them feel loved. Now, some things you can do, as I stated, you know, make them dinner, um, do the laundry. Um, you go out of your way basically to help them. I know for me at work with my coworkers, because I work in a team, um, we don't work, we work, we're independent providers, but we're still as a team. But if somebody says, Susan, I'll do this, or Susan, you know, I'll go see this uh, client for you, or I'll take care of this assessment that needs to be done. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like you care so much about me. Now for people whose love language is not acts of services, they're probably like, okay, that's nothing. But for me, that means everything. And I find myself doing that a lot within the team as well, because that is my love language. And so sometimes that's the way I express love, especially when I haven't taken the time to understand what all of my coworkers' love languages are. Now, some things to avoid with these type of people are lacking the follow through. Don't tell me you're going to do something. You don't do it. Oh my God, that irks me. Okay. And it probably irks that other person whose love language is acts of services. If you make a commitment that you're going to do something, or you tell me you're going to handle something and it doesn't happen, listen, I'm like, do you really love me? Okay. Well, maybe not that far, (laughs) but it makes me feel a certain type of way when that person doesn't keep their obligation. All right. So that is all of the love language that I wanted to share with you. Number one, words of affirmation. Let that person know that you are appreciative of them in their lives. Let them know a lot of verbal things, okay? But be sincere about it, okay? Be sincere. The second love language is physical touch. Make sure that you are touching and showing love to this person, giving them hugs and kisses and cuddling with them, right? The third love language is receiving gifts. With this person, your thoughtfulness means everything to them. So make sure that you are giving gifts and gestures, not just on those special occasions, but throughout the year. The fourth love language is quality time. 
Give that person uninterrupted time. Don't be on social media and also trying to focus on them. They will feel neglected and that distraction will make them feel unloved. And then last but not least, acts of services. Number five, let that person know that you care about them by taking a load off of them, doing a task or an act of service to show that you love them and to let them know that you want to help them. That means everything to them. And one thing to avoid with this person, as I said, don't make no commitments or promises and don't follow through. All right, my family, that is all that I have for you today. That concludes the episode. Listen, don't forget to shout me out a review, submit me a question, or if you want some advice on something, feedback on something, you know how to do it. I will have the information in the description. I love you so much. Remember, you have the power to live your life, but you also have the power to change your life. I love you, family. Until next time.